Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I am Paul Stevenson. Now, today is May the 7th, and celebrating today is Grateful Dead drummer Bill Kreutzmann, who turns 76, and former guest on the show, punk pioneer with the Buzzcocks. Check out my interview with him from November 2020, episode 9. Uh, Steve Diggle, he's 67 years old today, so happy birthday to them both. But today's topic of conversation is about something that Paul Weller unveiled on this day in 1983. On this day in 1983, Paul Weller, at an anti-nuclear benefit gig in London, unveiled his brand new band, The Style Council. After breaking up the hugely successful group The Jam, who really went out on top following a number one album The Gift and number one single Beat Surrender the year before. Now, the Style Council also achieved huge success. The first three albums, Café Bleu, in 1984 reached number two, Our Favourite Shop went to number one a year after, and The Cost of Living also hit number two in 1987. Now, to talk a bit more about the Style Council, I reached out to Drew, a magazine editor who's released a number of Paul Weller-focused magazines and publications, including his latest, called The Style Council, Our Favourite Snap. So we started by talking about the fact that the Style Council had their critics for being very different to the jam. Yes, the Style Council was a completely different type of band to the jam. The music was much more sophisticated. And for many jam fans, some of them have never forgiven them for splitting the band. It was too much like pop music. With the Style Council, it was a greater focus on attention to detail when it came to the presentation of the band's music. Mm-hmm. And what legacy did the, the Style Council leave behind then? Many fans and critics never got the Style Council and slated them at the time and recently reappraised the band. It was definitely the most adventurous period of Weller's career and he created some of his finest songs, such as The Paris Match, My Ever-Changing Moods and It's a Very Deep Sea. The band was very outspoken politically and I think for some people the politics often got in the way and became more of a talking point in the actual music. As regards to what legacy the band left behind personally, after I bought the Apari EP in the summer of 83, I quit my job, sold my records and my drum kit, and found myself a month later sitting cappuccinos in a Parisian cafe. More recently, I've published a Style Council publication called Our Favourite Snap, which focuses on the visual impact of the band, i.e. the importance of the record sleeve designs, folk shoots, and well as distinctive sartorial assemblages. I definitely recommend everyone to check that out too. Now, although the Style Council had commercial success, the music is probably not as well known as that of the jam, and indeed maybe Paul Weller's solo career too. So if you were to recommend a record, an album, a track, for someone to check out the band, where do you think they should start? For anyone unfamiliar with the band, I'd suggest getting the recent and probably the best Style Council compilation, Long Hot Summers which is 32 of the band's best and probably most accessible songs on it. There you go. If you're keen to revisit the Style Council, then check out the compilation album Long Hot Summers and, of course, Drew's new publication, The Style Council, our favourite snap. Check out paulwellermagazine.bigcartel.com or search for Paul Weller Magazine All Mod Icon on Facebook for more information. Highly recommend that you do so. Right, that's it for May the 7th then. Don't forget to subscribe to Vintage Rock Pod so you don't miss any further This Day Rocks episodes. I'll be back tomorrow to talk about the album that just went to number one in the US on this day in 1993. It became the third biggest selling album of the year as well. Find out what that is tomorrow. Till then though, take care.